Welcome to Dear Runner Bod, the pod dedicated to helping you embrace your runner's body. I'm Serena Marie RD, a registered dietitian and body image coach who wants you to stop dieting and start fueling the athlete within. While I am a medical professional, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure. Now, let's start rewriting your body's story. Today's review of the week is H Johnson 2727. Review of the week is your chance to win a totally free masterclass simply by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. H Johnson said, just what I need right now. This podcast is exactly what I need at this stage in my life. After years of counting calories and macros, weighing myself every day and trying new diets to lose weight, this podcast is giving me the courage to ditch the diet culture and try to eat to fuel my running. Thanks for making an encouraging and informative podcast. You are so welcome, H. Johnson. Thank you so much for being on this journey. I am proud of you and I am honored to be helping you. Uh, make sure you send me a DM at Serena Marie RD to claim your free master masterclass. And remember, if you're listening to this right now and you want a free masterclass, all you have to do is head to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Maybe you're listening to this episode on a long run or training run, and you are right now in the thick of training for an event. Maybe it is a half marathon. Maybe it's a 5K. Maybe it's an ultra. Maybe it's a marathon. Maybe it's your first race ever. Maybe you're like, I don't even know what I'm going to be training for, but I just know that come hell or high water, I am racing this fall. I'm doing my first race. Maybe you're new to running. And if so, I just want to let you know that I'm proud of you. Training is a doozy. It requires you to really kind of put some other things on hold so you can make the time and the space to train. You have to kind of start thinking of running as one of your priorities. Maybe you have to say no to some things on your schedule so you have time to get the training, the strength training, the foam rolling, the stretching in. Maybe you need to go to bed earlier so that you can have enough sleep to support your body. Maybe you need to rearrange your schedule to make things work so that you're able to get your runs in. Whatever it may be, training for an event requires you to start thinking about life a little bit differently. And when you're making these sacrifices, when you're making these choices, you know that you're doing it for the sake of wanting to run a good race. And this begs the question of what am I doing? Am I doing everything possible to support my best race this upcoming training cycle, right? Like, am I doing everything in my power to really tap into my fullest potential come race day? And when you're kind of thinking about all of the things that you can do correctly in order to have a good race, I bet you one of the things that crosses your mind is do I need to achieve a race weight? Race weight is something that is pretty common in the running community where people will try to drop weight in order to be lighter on race day, kind of thinking that if you are lighter, you have le less weight to carry and therefore can move faster. There's equations and calculators on the internet that you can use to try and calculate your race weight. And that's why I wanted to talk about this because it is really common in our community. And, you know, I always kind of talk about how we can't ignore weight when it comes to being a runner. I obviously do not think weight is a very important factor when it comes to other things in life, such as 
um, you know, your beauty or your health. But when it comes to running and racing, we do have to beg the question of, is there a certain weight where I am going to perform better and how do I figure out what that is? So that's what I want to dive into today. Um, From the framework of food freedom, from the framework of learning how to treat our body with respect and understanding that healthy bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So first I want to start at the place where you think I'm going to say you need to start. And that's that race day calculator, that race weight calculator. Those race weight calculators calculators are useless. And let me tell you why. Let me spell this out in terms that you're going to actually believe me as I'm talking to you right now. A lot of us, maybe not all of us, but maybe you listening, maybe you have tried losing weight before, right? I know I certainly tried losing weight a bajillion times before I found food freedom. You are trying to lose weight. And so you were told the way we lose weight is calories in, calories out, equals weight loss. And there are 3,500 calories in a pound. And therefore, if you subtract 500 calories a day from your daily intake, that will lead to one pound of weight loss a week. Okay. That is the theory that because there are 3,500 calories in a pound, by eating 3,500 less calories per week, we will lose one pound of fat per week. And a lot of us have tried that before. You probably listening have tried it before. And let me ask you, Does it work that way? Will you restrict 500 calories every single day and lose a pound a week by doing so? And you probably have tried it before and you probably know from firsthand experience, I'm not lying to you, it doesn't work that way, right? And why is that? Why doesn't it work that way? (laughs) It's because the human body is not this simple you know, third grade math equation. The human body has so many moving parts. There are so many systems that are being affected by each other. It is a dynamic, living, connected system when we are considering the human body. So if I'm eating 500 less calories consistently, that doesn't just mean my body forever and ever will keep losing weight, right? It's impossible to weigh zero pounds. You know this, right? And so what is going to happen is my body is going to respond to that calorie restriction. My thyroid hormone is going to start tanking. My metabolism is going to start slowing down. So I'm burning less energy. My hormone production might get stilted. My body will do other things instead of burning fat, my body will say, hey, instead of burning fat, which is valuable right now because Serena's obviously entering a period of starvation, I'm instead going to put less body heat into her extremities. And I'm going to prioritize just kind of heating the core organs. So people will start getting really cold hands and feet. Or maybe someone, maybe the body will say, We are going to slow down the heart rate so that the body is expending less energy pumping the heart, and that way we are saving calories that way. The body responds in many ways, shutting down hormone production of estrogen, progesterone, these sex hormones, and in a way to make sure that we are saving energy. So that way, rather than having to burn fat, the body gets to save energy and fuel itself on less energy so it doesn't have to sacrifice the valuable fat stores that the body wants to hold on to. 
Okay. So my point being is if these race day calculators were so effective and actually knew what they were talking about, it would be, it would work just like the calories in calorie out theory would work, but it doesn't work like that. Does it? We know firsthand that it is not that simple. When we are thinking about a calorie counting equation, when we are thinking about a race day weight calculator, you're putting in all this information, your age, your sex, your weight, your body fat percentage. It is not taking to the, taking into account the fact that your human body is going to be affected by the amount of weight you lose, by the amount of weight your body weighs, by your genetics, okay? You have a genetically predetermined weight range that is healthiest for your body. And that calorie counting equation, that race day weight calculator does not take into account your mom's genetics, your dad's genetics, your personal genetics. It does not take into account all of these factors about when um, you are, how much um, are you going to be on your period? You know, are you going to be in the first or second half of your cycle come race day? Are you in menopause? It is not taking into all of these complexities that is the human body. When we restrict calories to try and get down to a certain race weight, that doesn't stop our nervous system from responding. It doesn't stop our hormones from responding. It doesn't stop all of these other systems from being affected by starvation, okay, by chronic calorie restriction, aka starvation. So it is not as simple as if you get down to X weight, you will run, you know, three seconds uh, per mile faster or three seconds per minute faster, whatever they kind of tout in this, this equation online. It is not that straightforward because the body is not a straightforward system. We are not a third grade math equation. We are a dynamic connected living system. When you change one variable, it, 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 it affects all of the different variables in the body. Okay, so I'm trying to be very patient as I explain why those race day weight calculators on the internet are complete garbage. And at the same time, I'm acknowledging that weight does play a role in in how fast we can run in our performance. And so what we're trying to figure out is how do we find that healthiest weight for our body um, and our performance um, without kind of trying to intentionally lose weight or without trying to cause extra stress to the system. You have to remember, running is a huge stress to the system. Training is a stress to the system. And so is dieting. So is counting calories and restricting carbs and restricting calories and counting Weight Watcher points, all these things. That is also a stress to the system. We do not need lots of extra stress to the system when we are in the middle of a half marathon build or a marathon build. What we need to do is work with our body as our teammate to make sure that she has all of the resources she needs as our most important teammate, our body, has in order to perform her best come race day. I want to celebrate our bond as a podcast host, as you showing up for the podcast, listening each week. You already know you can always win a free masterclass by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can win one of my paid masterclasses that way. But I also wanted to do something else really special for you because you are a podcast listener. I wanted to give you free access to a freebie that is exclusively available 
for you as a podcast listener. So here's what we're going to do. If you've been listening to the podcast and you are trying to wrap your head around how to eat with food freedom, how to escape diet culture, how to start to learn how to listen to your body and honoring your body in a way that is going to support performance and training and being a runner, I have a free training for you. All you have to do is DM me on Instagram at Serena Marie RD. Serena is spelled like the tennis player, S-E-R-E-N-A. And DM me the word macaroni. (laughs) I picked a random word because you are going to get an automated message. And I check all my DMs personally, but I do just want to automate this one thing so that you don't have to wait around for me to log on Instagram to get your free training. So DM me the word macaroni. You're going to get an automatic reply from me with your free training. It is a gift exclusively available to you as a podcast listener. Just because it's free doesn't mean it's going to be some like garbage, useless freebie. I hate that stuff. I like my freebies to be valuable because your time is valuable. So you're going to get a free training all about how to really stop overeating, how to stop sugar cravings, how to really start listening to your body and fueling correctly as a runner without having to count or measure or point count or any of those things. And that is completely for free because you are an amazing podcast listener. So DM me the word macaroni, get your free gift. If you haven't left a review yet on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to do that because that's another chance to get a really super valuable masterclass from me. And I just want to say thank you so much for being here and listening to this podcast and helping me make it successful, helping me spread the word that all bodies are runner bodies if you run. Okay, so back to what we were talking about. We're talking about race weight. Okay, so here's how I want us to start thinking about race weight. I want us to start changing the way we think about body weight. There is not one ideal weight that is going to help your body perform at its best, but there is a range. This is how the body works. There is a range of weights that is healthiest for your body. Now, this general range is called the set point weight range. And the set point weight range is essentially the range of weights where your body is healthy and happy. Hormones are optimally functioning digestion is functioning optimally. You're going to have enough energy to feel good on your runs, recover from your runs. You're going to have enough, um, you know, stores to, um, make sure you're sleeping well throughout the night. You are going to feel good in your body, good in your skin. Now, if we take that set point weight range, there is then a weight range within the set point weight range that is ideal for performance. And what we are trying to figure out is what is that for you? And so here is how we're going to figure it out. We are going to figure it out by first and foremost, training smart. If you are trying to PR, if you are trying to perform at your best, you need a smart training plan. You need to be consistently running and training You need to be resting on your rest days, running easy on your easy days, and running hard on your hard days. Now, this may seem so silly and ridiculous, but the reason I say this is sometimes we think if we can figure out our nutrition, then the PRs will come. And I wish nutrition was the only piece of the puzzle here, but it's not. It's not only about the nutrition. It's also about the training. If we are training 
too much, then we are not giving, again, our system, right? Our body is a complex, connected system. If we are putting too much stress into the system by overtraining, we are going to get injured. We are going to burn out. We are not going to have the reserves come race day to push ourselves to our fullest extent. So we need to have hard training days mixed with lots of easy runs, lots of rest, lots of sleeping enough. We need to have the the healthy foundation in order to tap into our fullest potential on race day. So that's my first question is, are you training in a way to support metabolic adaptations, to support physiological adaptations. We are not building the muscle that our body needs to build in order to run the fastest we are capable of come race day if we are only running easy runs. Now, does that mean it's bad to have training cycles where you're only running easy runs? Absolutely not. I mean, literally, we just released an episode um, recently in this past month about how for the last four years, most of my training cycles have just been me kind of taking it easy. I am not judging that. That is perfectly fine and that is perfectly healthy. But today, what we are talking about is how to get into that PR zone, right? How to get into that personal record, pushing ourselves to the greatest extent we're able to. And so that is what I'm talking about right now. If you want to get into that PR zone weight range, we need to be training in a way where you are building new muscle mass. And in order to build new muscle mass, one of the keys to the puzzle is we need to run hard days hard and easy runs easy and take rest days and sleep a whole lot. If you are not doing those things, you are not putting yourself into a position to build muscle mass to have your best race. Okay, so that's one piece of the puzzle. We need to train smart. We need to train correctly. The next piece of the puzzle is we need to understand sports nutrition. If you are going into these hard runs that I was just describing fasted. If you are not eating enough carbohydrate Monday through Friday and you're just waiting till your Saturday long run to start eating more food or eating the carbs, you are in a calorie deficit all week long. You are not having enough energy to have those physiological adaptations, to build the new muscle mass, to recover your muscles from those workouts. You simply are instead living in a system that is always trying to like, um, get by, right? Like thinking about like treading water. We don't want to be treading water. We want to be like surfing, you know, calabunga waves. <laughs> we want to be, you know, doing amazing things, not just simply treading water. If you're barely giving your system enough fuel to get by, then you are not going to have those gains be made. You're not going to be running your best race that you're capable of running. So when we're thinking of sports nutrition, I want to ask you questions like, what are you eating before your run? What are you eating during your run and, you know, the hydration piece too here. Are we hydrating correctly? Are we taking enough salt? Are we taking enough fluid in order to um, improve our performance during our workouts? Because when we can push ourselves and improve our performance during our workouts, we're able to get more out of our workout. What are you eating after your workout? What are you eating Monday through Friday? Like what are you eating on a day-to-day basis, day-to-day basis to reduce inflammation in the body, to support recovery, to support the, the, the creation of lean body mass? So the fueling piece here comes into a huge role, plays a huge role in you figuring out what is your PR zone in that set point weight 
range. Because if you are under eating, if you are not timing your post-workout meal correctly, if you're not eating the right things in that post-workout meal or that pre-workout meal, you are missing out on an opportunity to stimulate muscle protein synthesis, to stimulate the creation of new muscle mass. You are missing out on an opportunity to soothe your nervous system so you can push harder during your workout and get the most out of your workout. You're missing out on opportunities essentially to just have your body adapt to your training at its greatest capability. And so that's the second part of kind of figuring out, are you doing the things you need to do to get into that PR zone? One, are you resting enough? Are you training smart? Are you having your hard days be hard, your easy days be easy? Are you sleeping enough to support adaptations? Two, are you fueling correctly? Not only are you eating enough, but are you eating the right balance of nutrients? Are you eating the right nutrient timing strategy with pre, mid, post-workout to optimize your training? If you are nodding your head and you're like, yes, I am doing those things, then guess what? You are on your way to figuring out your PR zone of your set point weight. We do not need an equation. We do not need a magic number to pop onto the screen of your iPhone. All we need to do is be consistent with those things. And if we are consistent with those things, I'm not saying perfect. I said consistent. If 80% of the time you are fueling correctly and eating enough and thinking about nutrient density and thinking about how you're having the right pre, mid, post-workout strategy, if 80% of the time you are following your training and you are doing your easy runs easy, your hard runs hard, you're getting enough sleep, you are on your way to figuring out what that PR zone is. We don't need to know what the number is on the scale. That is irrelevant It is irrelevant because you might be thinking, yeah, but what if I PR and I know what I weigh? Won't I I know that as important information for future events? And the answer is still no, right? Because let's say you run a PR and you're in the luteal phase of your cycle. That might be different than what your PR zone is when you're in the follicular phase of your cycle, right? Let's say you run a race right now at a certain weight and you try your damnedest, you try your best, but you have a new baby who, you know, doesn't let you sleep through the night. You know, that might be impacting your ability to run fast and run as well as you can. And that might mean that, you know, your weight actually had less of an impact on your performance. And in the future, maybe rather than trying to aim for a certain weight, you should just be thinking about, can I get more sleep? Can I get higher quality sleep? Right? So we have to realize that it's not just about the weight. The weight is, sure, the weight is part of this, but the weight, the weight that is healthiest for you, it will just happen. Like it will just be a thing that happens when you are consistent in your choices. So I know we love data. I know a lot of us are very analytical. We love numbers. We love spreadsheets. We love charts. I know my answer is driving you nuts. But sometimes trying to control a complex living dynamic dynamic system with an equation is actually hurting you rather than helping you. We can look at data. We can look at data to make decisions that are best for our training. We can track things like, am I, um, you know, what is my heart rate? Is my heart rate spiking on this day? And that's an indication that I wanted to do an easy run today. When I'm trying to run easy, my heart rate's spiking. 
okay, that's data we can use. We can ask ourselves, what's going on? Do I need to take today off? Do I actually need more electrolytes? Do I need more fuel? Do I need a better night's sleep? You know, we can take data, we can take the numbers and we can apply them on this journey. But do we need to know exactly how much we need to weigh on race day to have the best race? Absolutely not. Honestly, as I'm talking to you right now, I'm just thinking about carb loading. We should totally have an episode on carb loading because carb loading is actually going to make our weight temporarily increase, but it has potential awesome benefits to your performance. So again, that race day weight doesn't have to be lower in order for your body to be physiologically ready to give you the best race of your life. So I hope that kind of just like cleared the air, gave those stupid race weight calculators um, a run for their money. I hope if you're somebody who has a certain race day weight in the back of their mind, I hope I just gave you some pause and just something to think about. If you are needing to eat less or you are needing to fast or restrict calories in order to get to race weight, you are hurting yourself. You are not letting your body get all of the fuel and resources she needs in order to perform her best. And so I really encourage you to worry less about the race day weight and worry a whole lot more about how you can train smarter, fuel correctly, and stay consistent in order to really figure out what is the greatest potential you can give your race. If you listened to today's episode and you loved it, I would super appreciate if you could hit that subscribe button, if you could leave a review. And if you're interested in learning about working together, I just want to remind you all you have to do is send me a message. Let me know you're interested in working together. Food Freedom Runner Academy is going to be opening back up this September. It is the best place ever if you are a runner who knows that she has a lot of worries and concerns around, you know, making sure that she weighs a certain amount or not gaining weight or body image issues or trouble with your relationship with food, Food Freedom Runner Academy is the place for you. And you can just simply learn more by just sending me a DM and saying you're curious about Food Freedom Runner Academy. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dear RunnerBot. If you enjoyed what you heard, remember to subscribe and make sure you share today's episode. Also, if you're looking to download a free three-step guide to love your runner's bod, then head to serenamarierd.com. Can't wait to chat with you next week.